0: Hello, and welcome back to the Minnesota, the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. This is Penny Santaveri and Amy Cornell. Uh, I just want to lead off the show by saying I'm going to try not to sound too buzzkill or too bitter. Uh, we're talking about advertising. So we had recently some authors that were running. Amy's already laughing, as you can hear, because we've had many conversations around this that were running ads to get their book, cons- you know, for book to movie, that kind of thing. Um, and, uh, I'm not a fan and that's the show. Have a nice day. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not a fan. Um, I, that also needs to be on merchandise. Um, Amy, do you want to talk a little bit more about this? So, so I, cause I'm just going to go off the rails at this point.
1: <laughs> I mean, Again, we have very strong feelings. Um, that is definitely going to be on the first round of merch release for sure. Yeah, for uh, but sure. yeah, I, I think in, when Penny and I were chatting about this, I think one of the and, and she'll go into more detail about you know specifics. But one of the things that that we both noted, it has kind of always been a problem and a challenge, I should say, for authors is that you know we recognize you know, Penny experiences this personally, you know, dozens of times ah. over, you know, that you put in a lot of effort, a lot of time, a lot of research, blood, sweat, tears, rounds and rounds with your editor and book cover designers and all these things. And by the end, you just really want things to work. You want your book to succeed. You want, you know what I mean? You go through all of that and you're like, can the next part just be easy, please? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and, and we recognize that, but the problem is that when you kind of get into that mindset that where you just kind of cross your fingers or you know kind of think like oh this sounds like an easy way to do x you get out of the mindset where you can be a really critical thinker and be smart about the decisions you're making and how they really benefit you and maybe how they don't so you're an author in one way but as a business person, being an author, you also need to remember how to be a consumer as yes! well. Yes. And really focus also on, you know, the consumer experience and, and remaining objective in that regard and 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 balancing those two, those two elements of, of being a, a successful author.
0: Right. And the other piece of it too is that so, you know. Ads are usually so. I love Amazon ads. I so obviously I'm not opposed opposed to ads. I'm not I'm not an advertisement hater. But the reason that I had such a strong reaction to this was the fact that well, it was twofold. First off, ads are typically run for the wrong reasons, and one of the things that Amy um, highlighted was that you want something to be easy, and play put in, plunking down the money to run an ad feels easy marketing is about message and movement. And I, I used to say this at book, when I used to go to book trade shows a lot, now there's fewer of them, sadly, but I used to talk about how, you know, uh, marketing is about message and movement, right? And an ad is, a, is it doesn't, it's static, right? So when you're, you know, and if, but if you're doing an ad, so let's say you're doing a Facebook ad or something, If you're doing a Facebook ad to promote some kind of a limited time something, That's a little bit of a different story, but keep in mind too, that as consumers, we have severe ad fatigue. And it's one of the reasons why if you are on Google, let's say, and you're searching for handbags or a vacation or whatever, that all of a sudden on other portals, so whether it's Instagram or Facebook or whatever, these ads start to float up because what, what, ad companies know is they know that throwing an ad in front of a consumer that may or may not be interested, you may as well just throw that money over the fence and let your neighbor keep it. And (laughs) you know what I mean? So running an ad for the sake of running an ad. And also a lot of times I know authors like to run ads for, you know, maybe my book will be considered as a movie or something like that. The, the the road to movie stardom, the road to getting Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever to pick up your book as a movie, it requires a lot of effort. It's not impossible, but it requires a lot of effort. And most of it has nothing to do with whether or not you're running an ad. So if you have the extra money and you're just like, oh, I just want to throw some money at this. I expect nothing from it. I would personally invest it somewhere else. But the ads, I mean, and also think about like ads in, you know, publications and magazines. I mean, it's really sad. Like I miss magazines, but not enough that I want to, cause I've been reading digital magazines now for several years, not enough that I necessarily want all that paper on my house. I mean, literally, and this is going to, you're going to crack up, but the only magazine that I keep around for any length of time is the Costco magazine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Cause God. I love Costco so much. Um, I, I want Costco to be one surprising. of our advertisers. What not surprised? I said I am both a little shocked, but yet not surprised. I know, <laughs> but so, so I mean, what we're a, a cautionary tale is think about think about what your what your end game is, right? And we talk we we did a couple of shows actually on goal setting and whatnot. Easy is not always the best way to market your book. There's, and we mentioned this in the last mini-sode, which may actually, we're going to re, we're going to change the dates on some of these mini-sodes because some of the information has become more relevant, but we talk about this a lot. You cannot automate your success. There are no shortcuts to success. And I know I sound like one of those motivational posters, but honestly, you really have to, you have to put in the work. So if you're going to run You know, if you're going to run an ad, it's Facebook ad or it's whatever it is, um, make sure that it's tethered to something to pull the consumer in. Because most of the time, I mean, we all know anybody can run an ad. It doesn't necessarily mean that your book is, has merit, unfortunately, to become a movie or to get, to become, you know, bestseller status. We had an author, I think it was... I don't know, it was maybe five or six years ago, who plunked down at the time, it was $5,000 or $5,500 to get a small little corner in the New York Times book section on the weekend. Mm -hmm. And his note to me, and don't get me wrong, I love the New York Times, love their book section, love that they're still doing a book section. But the author said to me, he goes, you know what, I will decide what I'm going to do for marketing after I see how many books that this ad sells me, like that, literally, he literally <laughs> believed that he was going to see book sales come in. And I wrote him after and asked how it went, and he never responded to me because we already know the answer to that. Um, but I think it's just—I think it's just—you know—I mean, I, I, we're kind of all. I'm maybe that's just me. I keep saying we, but I'm I'm a little all over the place with this because there are so many different areas that I think right. this, this this kind of decision making really impacts.
1: Right, and for it's worth noting too, I think that you know we've given you Penny's given a lot of technical reasons for why it doesn't make sense, but sadly there it, there's a there's a predatory aspect to this as well, yes, you know there's there are authors you know kind of how we we opened with that you've gone through a lot to get that book out there, yes. and like we absolutely respect that, and we you, we know that that experience, that drives a lot of why we do what we do, the recommendations, things like that. But it works the other way as well. There are companies and people out there that use that to their benefit to kind of sell these high in the sky hopes and dreams because they know that's what the author wants. They want to hear that this ad is going to get them in front of all these hotshot, you know, network people and things like that. And they take advantage of those goals that you have for yourself. Yes. That is not, you know what I mean? They really can't give you a quantifiable return for what you're investing in. You know, it, it's just the flashy version of it. And so I think that's also important to note that, we're, that you know, we're not just here to like trash ads because we're not huge fans. <laughs> While that is part of this. It <clears throat> is a predatory element to this as well. And especially, Penny, you mentioned this to me um, about a month ago an uptick in kind of this, uh, essentially cold call, cold email version of all these just fabulous opportunities that are popping up for authors. Right. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I got,
0: I got, I want to say three emails last just in the last month from people who say, I can turn your book into a movie. And, um, there's, you know, there's that whole side of it too. Cause we actually had a guy, I don't remember who it was. I don't know if it was a guy or it was a woman or who it was. I don't even remember the name of the company, But they wanted us to send them, and we were going to get a percentage of this, they wanted us to send them authors because what they did is they created movie trailers to supposedly entice producers to turn the book into a movie. And I don't know that, I don't even think they're still in business, but it was $20,000 a pop, right? And they were going to give us I don't know what it was. Maybe it was five or 7,000. So there was quite a, it was quite a big commission to do it. And I I won't do it. I won't do it because it's snake oil. We've been in business for 21 years, not selling snake oil. I'm not going to start now. Um, But it's also, I mean, and there's nothing against book trailers at all, but I think that when you're being approached with something, just ask yourself some really critical questions. Um, And uh, you know, where, what's the end game here? What's this really going to get? Because flash is fun. I mean, I was just in Vegas with some family of mine. It's like, well, everything about Vegas is flash. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, and with all due respect to Las Vegas, there's not a lot of substance to it. So ask smart questions and look at really where you're spending your money, because maybe that could be inve- invested in some other way.
1: Right. But, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. And be a consumer. Remind me, be, be a consumer.
0: Absolutely yes. be a consumer. Yes. Think
1: about how you've interacted with advertising recently. You know, think about those kind of things too and go, oh, like, because that might actually be a light bulb moment and you go, wow, I can't remember the last time I saved a magazine for more than a week. You know, thank so you. You want to spend five grand on an ad in something that's going to be recycled, you know, within, right. you know, yeah. Within a week. So things like that. Be a consumer while also, you know, setting goals and figuring out what you need to do to get there. Absolutely.
0: And again, if you come to my house, the only magazine I have uh, is Costco magazine. And that's (laughs) Penny will have cold drinks (laughs) ready. My my Costco obsession knows no bounds. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the book marketing tips and author success mini. So this is Penny Sansevier and Amy Cornell, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.